Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 400 for Wednesday, March 29th, 2017. This is the BGG Page Views edition. On October 31st, 2012, I recorded the first edition of the BGG Page Views. It was a small segment at the end of my then podcast, Dice Tower News. While that podcast, I was not able to continue hosting it past mid-2013, and of course others, notably Paul Owen right now, are doing a fantastic job of continuing the tradition, and for far longer than I did, I did transition over to this podcast at that time. I took all of my page views versions and threw them into the feed, and then I wanted to do other top tens as well. So there's the buzz list, which yes, I've missed the last few, but I will get to those. And the BGG top 10 edition. I went back as far as I could to see uh, you know, how many of those I could do, and I could get all the way back to 2007. So I actually recorded episodes of the podcast for both of those two other editions, uh, in addition to the uh, ICV2 top 10 which they apparently have stopped doing, and basically put those into the feed as if I had recorded them at the time those lists were released. So even though the feed, the number one, episode number one, is January 1st, 2007, I didn't actually record that until 2013. However, since mid-2013, let me back up, so that first page views edition and slotted in at number 62, episode 62. But ever since mid-2013, I have been uh, recording these episodes as I've gone along. I hit number 100 in, well, I guess it was right around May of 2013. I hit number 200 back in July of 2014, and number 300 in September of 2015. And it slowed down a little bit, as you know, over the last few months. But here we are at number 400. And so in honor of number 400, I'm I don't have a different list available for you. This will be the weekly page views list. But just as many times in the past, I have looked at the top, all the games that have had 20,000 views or more. How about this time we look at all the games with 10,000 views or more? We'll see some old favorites hanging out that have always been hanging out here in the top 20 or top 30. And we're going to see some of the new, the new hotness that aren't quite hot enough to hit the top 10. So... We will start out, because it's the third week in a row, we've had 34 games over the 10,000 mark, so we'll start out at number 34. That is Star Wars Imperial Assault, speaking of Old Chestnuts, by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 10,056 views. I should note, of course, with the uh, elevated view environment right now, 10,000, only good enough for 34th. There have been times... When 10,000 would have been enough for second, (laughs) sometimes in the summer. And there have been many times would have been plenty to get into the top 10, but not today. So 10,056 views for Imperial Assault. The last time it was on the chart was April 13th of 2016, almost a year ago. But it is still number three on the most weeks list. It charted 71 times in the top 10. And it is tied for number five uh, for the most times at number one. It had eight weeks at number one. 
And number 33 is Mechs vs. Minions by Stone LeBrandy and Riot Games with 10,248. Last time it was on the chart was January 11th. At number 32, it is Santorini, the second edition by Gord, published by Roxley Games with 10,492. It's only been out of the top 10 for three weeks. At number 31, Seven Wonders by Antoine Boza, published by Repost Production with 10,583. The last time it was on the chart was way, way back, January 7th, 2015. It has only ever hit the top 10 three times since I've been doing this list in 2012. Of course, its time of greater hotness was before that. And number 30, Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games with 10,735. It last charted November 2nd. At number 29, Eldritch Horror by Corey Kaneska and Nikki Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 11,015. It last hit the chart way back in January 14th of 2015, just the week after Seven Wonders. It is still number 24 on the most weeks list. At number 28, Time Stories by Manuel Rosoy, published by Space Cowboys, 11,163. Last time it was in the top 10 was June 8th of 2016. It is still tied for number 20 on the most weeks list. Number 27, Vast, by Patrick Later and David Somerville, published by Later Games, with 11,166, only three more than Time Stories. It last hit the top 10 June 8th. Wait, nope, that was Time Stories. It last hit the top 10 August 31st. Number 26, Mage Knight Board Game, by Vlada Kavadal, published by WizKids, with 11,230. It is the... Uh, Longest one away from the chart here that we're going to be looking at. December 17th, 2014 was the last time it was on. Although I had a nice run as well, but has been hanging around. Number 25, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews. Published by GMT Games, 11,824. Oh, a little separation there. We've been seeing only 1 in 200 views separating the games so far, there's about a 600 gap between Twilight Struggle and Mage Knight. It last hit the top 10 July 27th. Number 24, Dinosaur Island by Jonathan Gilmore and Brian Lewis, published by Pandasaurus Games with 12,413, another 600 view gap there. Number 23, Through the Ages, the second edition by Vlada Kavadal, published by Czech Games Edition with 12,469. A very narrow gap, 56 views. It last hit the top 10 September 7th. Last week's number 6 tumbles all the way down to number 22, A Song of Ice and Fire by Michael Chennault, published by Simon and Dark Sword Miniatures with 12,482, a 13-view gap. Number 21 is The Grim Forest by Tim Eisner, published by Druid City Games, 13,017 views a gap of about 500. Number 20, Mansions of Madness, the second edition, by Nikki Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 13,088, a gap of 71. It last hit the chart just back on February 1st. Number 19, Kepler 3042, or Kepler 3042, perhaps. Simone Suruti Sola is the designer, Placentia Games is the publisher, 
13,277 is the view total. Number 18, Flip Ships by Kane Klenko, published by Renegade Game Studios with 13,329, a gap of 52. And number 17, Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, 13,583. That's pretty impressive. Terra Mystica is still number 6 on the most weeks list. It had over 50, 57 weeks on the list. It last charted, though, way back in January of 2015, January 21st to be exact. That was shortly after the first era of high flying. But still here it is at number 17, two years later. At number 16, Blood Rage by Eric M. Lang, published by Guillotine Games and Cool Mini or Not with 13,746, which has only missed the top 10 the last couple of weeks. Last week's number 7 slides back to number 15, High Frontier, the third edition by Phil Eklund, published by Sierra Madre Games, with 13,754, a gap of 8 between High Frontier and Blood Range, but it's about, it lost almost 50% of its view total from last week. And number 14, War of the Ring, the second edition by Roberto De Meglio, Marco Maggio, and Francesco Nepatello, published by Ares Games with 14,103, and has missed the top 10 for the last couple of weeks. Number 13, Eon's End, and that Eon is A-E-O-N, by Kevin Riley, published by Action Phase Games with 15,479. The last time it hit the top 10 was almost a year ago, April 13th, 2016. A 1,300 view gap between Eon's End and War of the Ring. A similar 1,300 view gap takes you from number 14 all the way down to number 22. At number 12, Pandemic Legacy by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games with 15,810. It last hit the chart March 1st. And then a significant gap between number 12 and number 11. Again, you've heard the gaps all along. These gaps are very narrow between all of these games. So it's a very tight list. And that continues all the way, even when you get below 10,000, of course, the gaps just continue to stay tight. But between Pandemic Legacy and the number 11 game, there's a gap of 2,800. Or the same as the distance from Pandemic Legacy at 12, all the way back to number 20. At number 11, it is 878 and that is the year, 878, Vikings, Invasions of England, by Bo Beckett, Dave Kimmel, and Jeff Stahl, published by Academy and Asynchron Games, with 18,643. It just misses the top 10 by 246. They're at number 10 in its sixth week on the countdown, and its fifth week in a row, following a very interesting bell curve distribution. It went from number 10 to number 8 to number 6 to number 8 to number 10. It is Anachrony, by David Turchi and Victor Pater and Ricard Amon, published by Mind Clash Games with 18,889 views, a loss of 4,600 from last week, or 20%. Climbing one spot to number 9 is Kingdom Death Monster, by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death with 19,198. That's 309 more than Anachrony, 1,100 more than it had last week, or a 6% increase. Returning after a week away at number 8 is Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,827, 
That's 1,700 more than Kingdom Death Monster, a gain of 5,000 views from last week, or 32% due to a price drop that the game had on Amazon. This is its 50th week on the countdown, which makes it only the seventh game to have 50 or more weeks in the top 10. And of course, that means it is also number seven on the most weeks list. Returning after four weeks away to number seven and charting for the fourth time is Clank by Paul Denon, published by Dire Wolf Digital and Renegade Game Studios with 21,133, only about 300 more than Rebellion, a gain of almost nine, oh, sorry, over 8,000 from last week, or 66%. It has recently been reprinted, perhaps, or maybe has recently entered stores. Anyway, that's probably where its boost is coming from. Climbing three spots to number six, Brass Lancashire, which again is the original Brass, by Martin Wallace, published by Roxley Games with 24,409, a gap of 3,300 between Brass and Clank, a gain of 2,600 for Brass, or 12% from last week. For the fourth week in a row, we have a self-contained top five. I don't, well, I was going to say, I don't know how much longer that'll last, but probably it will, it maybe will, will continue. Well, we'll see, I guess. My thinking was that this number five game is going to continue to sink, but no, it will probably bounce back up. Two weeks ago it was number two, then it slid to three, and now down to five for Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 29,020 views. That is a loss of almost 20%, almost 7,000 views, but still uh, 4,600 clear of brass, so a significant gap between number five and number six. It has raised three and a quarter million dollars now in its Kickstarter campaign and is nearing its final stretch. The funding campaign ends on Monday. For the third week in a row at number four, it is Arkham Horror the Card Game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 34,467. There's a gap of 5,400 between uh, Arkham Horror and Rising Sun, Almost exactly 10,000 between Arkham Horror at number 4 and Brass at number 6. That is a 1,000 view drop for Arkham Horror though, but only about 3%. Sliding back a spot to number 3 is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeyer and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games with 35,160, a narrow 700 view gap between Scythe and Arkham Horror, as Scythe gives away another 3,000 views, or 7%. After four weeks in a row at number five, leaping up to number two is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelliest, published by Stronghold Games, with 39,648 views, or about 4,500 more than Scythe. It's a nice jump of almost 6,000, or 17%. I don't have a good answer for why, it has seen this uh, dramatic increase, but uh, still, it managed to do so. That was after a 3,000-view gain last week and a 5,000-view gain the week before. Uh, those weeks, it all, those only good enough to keep it in the number five position. This is the third time that Terraforming Mars has been number two on the list and has also spent five weeks at number one. But of course, it is not close to number one this week because our number one for the ninth consecutive week 
And the tenth time overall is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games with 100,893. That is an 8,000 view loss, or 7.4%, but still 60,000 views clear of Terraforming Mars. That is number nine on the most views of all time list, and it should be noted that the number one game on that list is Mechs vs. Minions, and now numbers two through nine are Gloomhaven. It becomes, it continues as the fourth game to hit number one ten times, but it is only the second ever to have nine consecutive weeks at number one. The only other game that has managed nine consecutive weeks, of course, is Android Netrunner. It did it twice, uh, once, and when it's between February and March, almost the exact same time period here, three years ago, in 2014, it had a nine-week run at number one. And, of course, it's long, long, long run that started off this list back in December of 2012 through August of 2013. It had a 37-week run at number one. So I cannot imagine Gloomhaven will challenge that, but there's no reason to think it can't tack on a few more weeks here and perhaps become the... Well, Scythe is a number two with 16 weeks at number one. Could Gloomhaven... That's, that's a good target. Let's see if Gloomhaven can hit that. For Wednesday, March 29th, 2017. <laughs>